How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hey, friends. How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get paid more for your services. We're also going to dig into what money is and why we all deserve to get paid more and the four tips for you to start making it happen today. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the Shit You Don't Learn in College book available now. Going to be an absolute game changer. Check it out at www.sydlicbook.com or on Amazon uh, to get the book and some awesome bonuses now. Now let's get on with the show. All right, making money gets a little bit of a bad rap occasionally, right? There's a, there's a lot of, uh, of limiting beliefs and money mindsets around like rich people are evil, making money is a zero-sum game, uh, you know, for me to make more money, I have to be taking it away from somebody else. There's there's so much negativity around making money. Um, first of all, the first thing that I want to say is there's more than enough money going around. In fact, uh, the government is constantly printing new money. Uh, if you were unaware of that over the last year, right now, 40% of the cash in the U.S., uh, has been printed in the last year. The U.S. has recently printed 40% of the cash over the last year. So, so they're actually constantly putting more money out there, right? Now, this whole idea of rich people are evil and all of that shit, right? The reality is money just makes you more of who you really are. So if you're a shitty person, if you're an evil person, then yes, money will amplify your shittiness. But if you're not a shitty person, right? then money is going to amplify your goodness and your ability to serve. Now, uh, let's talk about the zero-sum game here for a second real quickly, right? So a lot of people think, you know, for me to make a 1000 bucks, somebody else has to lose a 1000 bucks, right? And that's the zero-sum game that we're talking about. They think People think that this is like taking. When you're making more money, you're taking it from somebody else. Now, I want you to think about your iPhone for a second, okay? I want you to think about your iPhone, or if you have a nice, fancy Samsung your Samsung, but I'm gonna, I have an iPhone, so I'm going to use the iPhone. Now, um, when you bought your iPhone, right, when you sh- shelled out a thousand bucks for that iPhone, right, you paid for that iPhone. As soon as you bought it, did you go, damn you, Apple, you screwed me out of a thousand dollars. I hate you. You're a terrible person. No, of course not. You didn't. Why? Because Apple didn't screw you out of a thousand dollars, right? You found that the iPhone would be worth more to you than the $1,000 in your bank account. That's why you traded the $1,000 for it. See, money is actually just a physical or digital placeholder for social value, right? 
So the truth is, when you give more value to people, that means you deserve to be paid more, right? In the ancient times of of trading, you know, goats and donkeys, right? If you wanted some salt, uh, you take your donkey up to the top of the hill to trade the the salt miner for your donkey, and you're like, okay, well, how much salt do I get for? And I don't want to give up my whole donkey, so do I just give up a hoof or something like a leg. That doesn't really work, right? So it makes it really difficult to trade when you're trading goods and then services, right? If I want to fly from San Diego to Tulum and uh, United doesn't you know, want my services as a, as a coach, well, then I can't trade them any services. I have to use money. Money is just a physical or digital placeholder for social value, right? And the truth is, the more value you bring to someone, the more you get paid from that person. And the more value you bring to more people, the more people will pay you. So the truth is, money can actually just be an ID marker for the social value that you're bringing to the world, right? Money's not a bad thing, Money's not a good thing. It's just an ID marker. And if you're bringing value to people in the world, they will return it to you by paying you money. It's not a zero-sum game. I was super happy with my iPhone when I bought my iPhone and I paid that thousand bucks just like you were, right? I didn't curse Apple. I, I considered it great. It was a great investment and I enjoyed it, right? So it's not a zero-sum game. There's enough to go around. So here's the truth. Like we talked about, money just amplifies who you are. It's just an amplifier. So if you're out to do good in the world, then it's your moral fucking responsibility to make more money because making more money allows you to, number one, give back more. Recently, I donated $15,000 to an organization called Shelter to Soldier. Um, the organization, basically what they do, after my best friend AJ committed suicide five years ago, uh, I've been supporting them every year because what they do is they take shelter dogs uh, they rescue shelter dogs and they train them for 18 months to become psychiatric dogs for veterans with PTSD. So the whole idea here is they're saving two lives at a time. And it costs $15,000 to train one of these dogs over the course of 18 months. So every year moving forward, I, I basically pay for a full, uh, full 18 months of training for this dog to pair a dog with a veteran, saving two lives at a time. Now you can't tell me that if you had some extra money that you wouldn't want to do something like that. Every time I do that, I'm saving two people's lives. I'm saving, saving a dog's life and I'm saving a veteran's life. 22 veterans commit suicide every single day. Now, I'm not able to help every single one of them every single day, but if I can help one or two a year, that's a game changer for me. This year alone, our company plans to plant 10,000 trees between Madagascar uh, and India and Kenya. We provide clean drinking water to over 5,000 families in Cambodia for a year, just this year alone. We're saving lives with the money that we're making. And number two, this also allows you to scale your impact. If the money that you make goes back in developing stronger products to get better results for your clients, and then go into marketing to get those products to the people that need it so they aren't buying shitty watered-down versions that don't get results. All right. The truth is, if you're not charging enough or you're not, you're not making enough money, this might be the biggest thing limiting you from the impact that you truly deserve. So here's a handful of bullet points that will help you get paid more so you can make the money you need to have a bigger impact. All right. So the first one, number one, if you're a, if you're a service provider, even if you're a product provider, the way that I want you to start to think of this is rather than providing a product or, product or providing a service, you need to realize that you are a solution provider. You need to be a solution provider, not a service provider, okay? So 
uh, one of my one of my past clients, Christine, was a really good example. She was an acupuncturist, right? Service provider, and people would come to her for acupuncture, and she had this amazing uh, service where she could do facial acupuncture. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, my mentor who taught me, my mentor who taught me how to do this charges 150 bucks per session. So I'm going to charge 120 per session. And she couldn't get anybody to buy it. And I was like, well, are you selling it as a service? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't pay 120 bucks to get stabbed in the face either. Right. Not really my cup of tea. And so I asked her, I was like, what does this facial acupuncture actually do? Like, what is, what is the problem it solves? And she said, well, it, it opens up blood flow to the face. It releases a lot of toxins. It does this. I was like, so what does that do? Why do, why, like, why is that helpful for people? And she's like, well, it can, it can reduce acne. It can prevent aging. I was like, holy shit. Okay. So you're telling me. And I was like, so, so how many sessions does somebody have to go through to, uh, actually, you know, look younger, get rid of acne scars. And she said, about five, and I can almost guarantee it, right? So I was like, so could six guarantee it? She's like, yeah, I could, I could guarantee to get rid of acne scars and, and you know, probably reduce your complexion by five to 10 years, depending on how old you look, right? And so I said, the next time somebody comes into your office, you tell them that we have this package that will help you look five years younger, completely get rid of acne scars, and it's $2,000, and she said, there's no way people won't even pay, people won't even pay, you know, $1,200. And I said, just do it. Just, just, you know, humor me. Next week she came back on one of the calls and she said, I sold three of them because she wasn't selling a service anymore. She was selling a solution. It's the same thing with weight loss. We, so, we see so many weight loss coaches out there that are, or fitness coaches, right? If you're selling fitness or weight loss, the reality is that's a dime a dozen. Jenny Craig charges 30 bucks a month. Weight Watchers charges 30 bucks a month. You can get you know, uh, uh, an online PT for a uh, uh, hundred bucks a month or an online, uh, you know, some classes for 200 bucks a month, right? But we have coaches that work with us that charge three, five, even $8,000 for weight loss programs that are eight to 10 weeks long, right? And the, the real question becomes, well, how can they do this? And, and because the reality is they get results, right? What percentage of people go through Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig and they maybe they lose a couple pounds, but then they rebound right back. It's not permanent, right? So when you're working with someone and you can get true transformation, you can get a true solution, you need to charge based on the solution you're providing, not the service you're providing, right? We even had one of our clients in the artist space. So she was painting these big, bold, beautiful pictures and she couldn't sell them for more than like four or 500 bucks. And once we started to help her realize the problem she was solving, the, the men and women that wanted her pieces of art, they wanted these big, bold, proud statements in their living room so that they would, they would connect with their friends and they'd have conversation pieces and they could be proud of the homes that they own because they had these, these, these awesome pieces, right? And she started to have these conversations with her clients and she stopped selling those pieces for you know, three and 400 bucks and started selling them for five to 10 grand each simply by realizing the solution that her art would solve. So that's the first step is you need to realize that you are not a service provider, or a product provider, you are a solution provider as an entrepreneur. Number two, understand that you don't charge more for you. You actually charge more for your clients. It's not about you. Now, if you're a service provider, I want this to sink in for a second. You don't charge more for you. You charge more for them. How could this be, Xander? Like, I charge more so I can make more money. No. People who pay, pay attention. 
Any service provider who's listening to this right now will tell you that when they've worked with people for, for when they've undercharged or they've worked with people for free, those people are not committed. They're not energetically in the game. They're not willing to do the work. They don't show up for calls. They don't do the, the homework that you need them to do. They don't do the exercises you need to do because they didn't commit themselves energetically, financially, emotionally to actually going through the process. People who pay, pay attention. So you don't actually charge for you. You charge for them. We had a client of ours, Courtney, who was in the health and wellness space, and she got amazing results with people, was in the space for 10, 12 years, was in there for a long time, and always got amazing results with people, right? Charged 300 bucks a month. And as soon as she started working with us, we had her up her price to 3K, 10X to 3K. Same program, same service, same exact delivery she was doing before, same coach, Courtney. But now she was charging 3K. What do you think happened? people started getting better results. Simply because they were paying more, they were more willing to stick with the program, they were more willing to do the things that were necessary to get to that next level, they were more willing to commit and overcome the obstacles, overcome their fears, overcome whatever limiting beliefs, change their habits, get out of their comfort zone, all because they put their money where their mouth is. I leverage this in my own way all the time. I'm, I'm willing to pay people um, simply because I know it'll get me out of my comfort zone and get me more committed to doing the work. I've paid coaches before knowing that they're not going to actually teach me anything new, but the simple act of paying will get me to take action. So that's number two. Understand that it's not about you. It's about them. Number three, you need to understand that sales is just coaching. Sales and coaching are the exact same thing. One of the biggest things that I hear uh, for a lot of entrepreneurs is they don't want to be salesy. They don't want to be pushy. Of course, you don't want to be a pushy dick. But what if you started to realize that helping someone take action and move forward and, and put their money where their mouth is, is actually in their own best interest. See, sales and coaching do the exact same thing. Both, both of them result in you helping someone Take courageous action in the face of their fears to change their life. Sales and coaching can be the exact same thing. Now, there's two ways not to have an impact in your business. Number one is to have a shitty product, right? If you have a shitty product and you sell a lot of it, you're going to have zero impact because it's a shitty product or service. But there's a second way to have zero impact in your business. The second way is you can have a great product and you cannot sell any of it. Personally, that's the group that I have a huge gripe with. If you have a great product, if you have a great service, you have a moral responsibility to sell more of it because people need your great product and your great service. It is your responsibility to help coach people past their fears to make the decision to work with you over some snake oil salesman out there. It is your responsibility to step up and own that. I remember when I first started my coaching business, I saw these marketers and salespeople out there and I told one of my mentors, I was like, I was like, dude, I, like, I, like, I hate that there's these people with these subpar coaching services out there, but they're great marketers. So everybody goes work, works with them and they don't get any results. And my mentor said, stop complaining about how good their marketing and sales is because the reality is it's your responsibility to get yours to be better so that people stop working with them. That's on you, Xander. And I took that to heart. Learning how to market and sell was incredibly important to me because I knew that my products and my services were better. And if people were buying other shitty stuff rather than mine, that was my fault. Not theirs, not that other marketer out there. That was my fault. I needed to become better, right? So we need to understand that sales is coaching and it's our responsibility to learn how to sell. And then the last thing that I'll tell you is you got to ask for it. 
right? If you want to be paid more, you have to ask for it. This is one of the biggest things that we teach our clients is just to ask for it. When we have our clients go from uh, charging 300 bucks to 3000 bucks, they just got to do it. They just got to ask at some point. They're terrified. They don't believe they can do it. Then they go do it and they enroll their first client at 3K. They go, oh, I wonder what else is possible. So they try 4K and 5K and 6K, right? So at some point, you just have to go try it and do it. Prove yourself wrong. Prove your beliefs wrong. Because the reality is if you never ask, they don't try. When I was working, or you, you won't know, uh, when I was working at Cisco, it taught me where the line was. Now, when I was 26, 27 years old, I was an engineer that was making about 30 to 50% more than any of the other, other engineers my age. And it was simply because I was willing to ask for raises. I was willing to ask how much they would be willing to pay me for what I'm producing. And I understood that I provided a solution to them. Not I wasn't just doing a service. I wasn't like every other other engineer out there, right? In business, people are afraid of hearing no, so they never try. But I want you to think about this. If you're charging 1K right now and you could just turn up your prices to 2K, right? That's the difference between, if you have 10 clients per month, that's the difference between 10K and 20K. Now think about this. What if you increased your prices to 2K and you lost half your clients? Well, now you'd still be making 10K, which is exactly the same as before, except you'd be working half as much. Making the same amount, working half as much, Anybody? Yes, please. Increasing your prices is one of the most important things you can do for your business because that free cash flow will allow you to grow. It will allow you to hire. It will allow you to put money into marketing. It will allow you to, to buy coaching and personal development so you can get better as a person. That extra cash flow goes into the development of yourself, the development of your business, the hiring of employees, the expansion of your service. Charging more is one of the most important things that you can do for your business. So you need to start charging more now. That's all we have for today. So don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you've learned here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this episode, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the shit you don't learn in college book available now. Uh, Going to be an absolute game changer. Check it out at www.sydlicbook.com or go to Amazon and buy it there. And I'll see you on the other side. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. 